I'm Pam. I'm Dawn. I'm Deidre. I'm Dina. Welcome, Welcome to Ozark's Haints and Hoosh. Hoosh. This ain't no fancy academic check your references kind of deal. This is four girls from the Ozarks sipping and spewing about Haints, Hooch, and history. Welcome to Ozarks Haints and Hooch. We've got our second spookisode is what we've decided to call it. Um, Dawn's going to bring us our second topic this time. Yeah. Um, yeah. We uh, just want to do a little housekeeping and remind you that we are in two different states because it's just Dawn and I tonight. We're in two different states. We've got two different internets. Um, my dog was just in here breathing over my shoulder, so that might be something that could happen. We've got kids. We've got cats. We've got husbands. Mine already mowed today, so we're good. <laughs> um, but it is it is a recording day. You'll notice he he waits till recording days to mow. Um, also, let's talk about. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. We have a website which is Ozarks Haints in Hooch, in the letter N, not I N, but the letter N. Ozark Haints in Hooch. Dot Weebly. Dot com, and. Also, if you're going to subscribe to us, which we'd like you to do, we would like you to give us all the stars, please. All the, all the stars. stars. Yes. So without further ado, my dog's getting ready to bark. Stop it. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, without further ado, my dog's getting ready to bark. No, without further ado, I'm going to let Dawn tell her story. Yeah, so these you remember kind of little mini ones till September 1st when we'll be back with a new format and a couple of new surprises, we hope. So, um, so uh, I, um, these little mini ones, um, uh, I came up with, oh, you, did you hear my cat just howl? Okay, so sorry about that, that's Elvis. Um, so I decided that I was going to talk about Ozark remedies just real briefly. This will be a shorter episode, but um, I really have always been really interested in plant medicine and the phases of the moon and how people use that and the almanac and how they, if you've ever looked in a farmer's almanac, um, oh, my cat's going to jump up here on the desk. I'm sorry. Um, but if you've ever looked at the Farmer's Almanac, you'll see a picture of a man with his intestines exposed and there'll be, maybe I'll find that picture and put it on the website, but um, there'll be- I've never seen a far Farmer's, um, oh, oh my gosh, I'm not even drinking. I have never seen a Farmer's Almanac with a man with his intestines hanging out. I'm pretty sure it is. Because then there's there's arrows pointing to each part of his body that, you know, has, I need to just find the picture. Anyway, okay. I think it, I think he does have his intestines exposed, but maybe not. But anyway, it's to show you where the signs are in the body. Okay. And 
I think the reason I'm really interested in that is because Grandpa Jones used to castrate cattle and dehorn by the signs because um, if the signs are in, say, oh, this happened to me, I'll tell you a true story and then I'll get on with this remedy stuff. But mm -hmm. so I got all four of my wisdom teeth out when I was like in my early, early 20s. And so um, I got the first two pulled and they bled and bled and bled and my face swelled up and it wouldn't go down. And I remember grandpa saying, well, you didn't look at the signs. Well, so then a couple of weeks later, I had the second tube pulled out. It barely bled, barely any swelling. So when I went back to look to see what he was talking about, when old people say to look at the signs, if you are going to have something cut off or, you know, like corns or castration or your teeth pulled or whatever, you want to make sure the signs in the almanac, the signs are in the opposite part of your body. Because if they're in the part of your body that you're having cut off, <laughs> it's going to bleed and bleed and bleed. And the theory is that um, it's, you know, we're however many, 98% water, 94% water, whatever we are. But that the moon, the moon has an effect on the tides and your body's water. And so there you have it. How is that for scientific explanation? There you go. Well, let me tell you that when it's a full moon, my babies, because once again, I run a daycare. When it's a full moon, my babies are crazy. Yeah. Like well, it really does affect them. That and weather. Like if it's in the winter, if it's winter time and they are crazy, I always go, it's going to snow or it's going to storm because uh -huh. they're, um, yeah, their craziness just rises exponentially when that happens. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, there's, um, they, there's some studies that I can't cite, um, like I should, but, um, emergency room admittance goes up during a full moon. There's more car accidents. Yep. I mean, it does affect us, you know, I'm, I mean, I think there's enough evidence out there to say that it does, but Anyway, so because grandpa always did all that, it made me really interested in um, that stuff. And then for like 10 minutes of my life, really more like two years, um, I was an organic farmer for kind of a living. So I tried to plant by the signs. I tried to pay attention to those kinds of things. And I got really into herbal medicine because in the Ozarks, there is a long, long tradition of people using native plants to heal you. Um, oh gosh, I'm so unprepared for this, you guys. I'm sorry, but there is a guy that I took some classes with. I'll have to find his name, but he, he lives in Arkansas and he's kind of the premier wild food guy. And then um, there's another guy in Springfield that you that we all all of us that worked in Branson of my age know Bo Brown, who just wrote a book about Ozark wild plants that you can get on Amazon. So anyway, there's a long tradition of plant not only medicine but plant food and foraging for wild plants. So. I wrote this show about um, granny women in the Ozarks and a large part of what those women did was um, uh, they were plant medicine doctors. 
And if you mm-hmm. think about it way back when, right, there weren't really doctors in hospitals. I mean, you couldn't go to Walmart. So these granny women may do with what they could find, which also that that's a long history uh, tradition that's passed down. And um, it also comes from a lot of Native American plant medicine healing too so well and i feel like a little bit of that is coming back with the the essential oils you know oh, sure yeah um i know pace has kind of a nervous stomach my youngest one has a nervous stomach with all his performance stuff that he does now some of it is in his head and we know that and so does he but <laughs> i carry peppermint oil around with me in a roller um container and that's you know that's what he says mom I don't feel good and I hand him that roller bottle of peppermint oil and it fixes him mine too and ginger and here's the thing I think if these are all in our heads I don't care as long as they work doesn't matter it's working yeah Yeah. it fixes him that's all I care about too right so I was just going to go through some, I actually just printed parts of the script I wrote because, because I'm lazy right now. And so, because <laughs> yeah, we're on vacation, we kind of are on vacation. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, here's some historic Ozark remedies and we can chime in if we've ever used this and, and say that it works because I have used some of these and I will vouch for them. Um, so the first one, and I talk about this in the show, this is like your front yard, no matter where you live, because Dina's in Forsyth, Missouri, and I'm in South Carolina, you're going to have plantain, not the bananas, but the plant, look it up, um, everybody, it's okay. a weed, it grows in bad soil, which South Carolina, that's everywhere, but anyway, if you have a cut or a scrape, you really truly can get some plantain the leaves or stalks will work you can chew it up you can smash it up you can cut it up you just need the juice um and you put that on a cut or a skin abrasion it's like a it's like a um skin conditioner kind of it'll Mm -hmm. it'll take the burn out and then if you mix it with honey honey is a natural antibacterial um, that's like neosporin. So those two things together will work. And plantain and honey really, really work. So I'll vouch for that. Um, tobacco, I mean, we think, you know, all oh, tobacco is bad, but tobacco has been used um, by the Native Americans forever. What's bad in tobacco is all the crap that we put on it to kill the bugs, you know and all the crap that we put in tobacco products, but the plant itself has a long history of being used medicinally. It is good for cuts like that too. I'm kind of, I'm talking about skin first. I should have said that, but you can mash it up, um, cut it up, mix it with a little bit of water and put that on a cut. And it's kind of a natural astringent. It kind of stings a little bit because when I lived in Tennessee, um, we lived right in the middle of tobacco country. So tobacco, like in the leaf form, was easy to get. Um, you could, It also makes a poultice. There's a, um, a poultice is something, I mean, I guess a lot of people don't even know what that means. But a poultice, you chop a bunch of leaves up and you mix it with water and you put it in like cheesecloth or whatever. 
And you, I have a super funny cultist story. Can I? Okay. <laughs> super funny. Let me, it may let not me, be fun. Okay. Wait. And it may not be funny to anybody but me, but go ahead. All right. Let me finish and <laughs> say what it does for you. Tell your story. Okay. You, were, you were smiling and I'm like, what is she laughing? You have something so hanging out of my nose? Say, I don't know. Anyway. We should also say that normally we record and we turn our videos off, <laughs> but since it's just Dawn and I, we are recording with our cameras on and it's just strange this it time. is very strange it is kind of weird and we're not drinking tonight too let's just point that out that may be yeah, too. for real but anyway okay, before i was rudely interrupted back to the <laughs> poultice <laughs> so uh, you chop a bunch of tobacco up you put it you you mix it in water and in, um one of granny woman that i read about she said use gourd water Gourd water is water that you dip from a well with a gourd. And there's supposedly some in the gourd. Um, this lady said, I know some people been cured just by drinking gourd water. But you mix that tobacco with water, you put it in a cheesecloth and that poultice, um, you put that on a boil or a acne or anything mm -hmm. like that. And or a scrape it, or something like that, yeah. yeah. It draws the poison out, that's what it does um and okay so tell your poultice story and then i'll go on all right this was probably the summer after my freshman year at cotty would be my guess and we were over at my friend cameron's house it was my friend kim and adam and me and we were probably drinking maybe probably no we were we were drinking and we were out on his back deck and i don't know we were running. I don't even remember why we were running, but all of a sudden Kim just disappeared. We're like, where'd she go? Well, she'd fallen through his deck. <laughs> and so we were downstairs and it was just her legs. Like she had fallen through, but not all the way through. So just her legs were dangling. <laughs> and so once we could get ourselves together enough and quit laughing to see if she was okay we pulled her out and she had scraped i mean she had just scraped up her legs something awful on both sides and cameron cameron said can i make a poultice anyway story and it was just very funny because out of i don't know every time i hear that word <laughs> that is what immediately comes into my head is cameron was going to make a poultice for uh, kim's scraped legs okay well i guess <laughs> all right sorry that's it there. okay well, well very funny how yes um uh you can also make a poultice perhaps if you don't have cheesecloths and stuff sometimes they make it with mud because clay mud draws stuff out too so anything that can bind all that stuff together and draw all this the poison out is really what what they used mm -hmm. to say um so yeah um okay uh some other skin remedies so this may be true um we had a do you remember dad um uh bringing or somebody grandpa or somebody used to bring home walnuts and dad would throw them in the driveway so we could drive over them no i don't remember that. that was probably before you anyway to get the husks off you know the husks are mm -hmm. green um yeah. so that green walnut husk juice um there's a folk remedy that says it'll cure ringworm 
and, and it stings. And I mean, I don't, I've never tried to cure ringworm with it, but I have gotten it on my hands and that's true. It's so astringent, yeah. it really pulls all the, all the moisture out. Um, supposedly crushed boiled sheep sorrel, which is another weed you find in your front yard will cure skin problems. And this one granny woman said skin cancer. I don't know if I'd um, leave it to that, but... Um, uh, oh, and then this one, so this leads us to, uh, there was a passage in a book where um, one granny woman said that you could cure skin cancer by digging up the bones of dead people, especially Indian mounds, um, make a paste and then of the bones and then put it on this on a sore. Um, I don't know that that would be a good idea. He would be haunted by that person's ghost. <laughs> Whoever <laughs> feel or like, have you not seen Poltergeist? Really? Uh, they also said mud, mud, <laughs> mud, mud from a dirt dauber nest will draw out a boil. Now I've heard that, but I've never really, I've never tried that. Um, so, so that's skin. So, but plantain, that right there's your best bet. Uh, and aloe. You didn't. You didn't bring up aloe. Oh, I didn't because it's not native to the Ozarks. Right? Oh, okay, that's true. But oh, yeah. as a kid, mom always had an aloe plant, and every time you burned yourself, you went and cut a piece of aloe off and put it on. And right, mouth. right, yes, and we, yeah, and that's pretty much been proven that that works. And some people drink the juice and all that stuff too. Mm -hmm. But I ain't never seen no aloe plant in the Ozarks, so uh, that wasn't from a plant store somebody's house yeah <laughs> somebody in somebody's house not outside yeah. in their yard yeah um so poison let's see um or or stomach ailments that's a whole thing too so slippery elm bark which um is an elm tree that's long been used you you take it and you scrape the bark and then you boil the inside of the bark down to a really thick ooze. And in a little dose, it'll help an upset stomach. And in bigger doses, it, it'll make you throw up whatever poison you've eaten. Oh. And um, what's interesting is I was doing the research, you know, along with the moon signs and all of those things, they really cared about which way you scraped the bark because they said if you scraped it up, it would bring the poison back up into your system. So you always wanted to make sure you scraped it down and out. Oh, so they also okay. talked that whole visualization kind of, um, which is also part of sort of alternative medicine, you know, is mm -hmm. visualizing. I, I kind of see where that comes from. Uh, peach leaves, which are supposed to be poison. If you, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to get a whole bunch of peach leaves, peach tree leaves and boil them and then drink a whole bunch of tea because supposedly it'll kill you, but it will also make it make you sick. Okay. And then what, and then golden seal root, um, you, if, if you're, if you've got an upset stomach and you can't keep anything down, you just dig up some golden seal and you can chew on the root and that'll help uh, with not. Okay. And, you know, ginger, we have some wild ginger in the Ozarks, but I'm not sure it has the same property, but um, ginger is another really good folk remedy that really, really works on motion sickness. They've even done studies with astronauts mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah. 
but I'm, I don't know how Ozark that is. Um, so um, in the spring, and Dina, you may be too young for this too, I don't know, but um, in the spring, you always took some sort of tonic. Um, even when I was a kid, um, you had to take some sort of tonic because the belief was in the winter when you're inside and you're not out and doing things, your blood gets thick. And so you need a tonic to thin your blood and you know get you going. And the tonic we used, which they now will say, don't do this, it's poison, but I grew up doing this, is taking poke shoots. You have to get them when they're really, really small. So you've got to know where those patches are because the older leaves and the berries will kill you. So, but poke shoots scrambled uh, with eggs. We ate that once every spring and they're yeah. kind of good. Yeah. So. They make you poke. Well, poke salad. How was that bad? I mean, I've heard of poke salad. You have to get well, it when again, it's you have little. To little, little shoots. Yeah, poke salad, I think, is um, just poke greens wilted in bacon grease. So it's kind of the same thing. You don't want to eat very many. I do remember you get a belly ache and it makes you poop, which is part of that whole cleaning your system out, right? Yeah. No, I, no one ever made me do that. Okay, well, we did. I well, did. Dad did never make me eat anything I didn't want to eat, though. Well, which is right. why I don't like vegetables. And Dad, uh, Dad never ate that either. It was probably me and Grandma and Grandpa and Mom. So, yeah. um, so the other uh, there's the best tonic, however, and you can't find this in the Ozarks very much. I'm going to get on my soapbox here in a minute. We used okay. to have wild ginseng in the Ozarks, and ginseng I, you all i know have heard of ginseng um it really it, ginseng in uh, china that variety of ginseng has been used to prolong life and i mean they use it as a general tonic over there it's supposed to have um good memory properties um <laughs> the, yeah. i included in my show one of the granny women said <laughs> It'll give an old man a lift in his liver if you get my meaning. So <laughs> you, you took it for that too. Um, but people would come in and they would just steal. If they found a ginseng patch, um, they would pull it all up. And, and the problem with doing that is it takes, um, oh, Bo Brown, I hope you're not listening to this. Hold on, hold on. It takes um, three years for a adult plant to come to seed. Then it takes two years for the seed to sprout. And so roots less than five years old, you can't do anything with. So the best roots would be 20 to 30 years old. And they wouldn't pull up the whole plant. They just dig down and cut off a piece of root. And then they would for sure leave a lot of the plant to keep the patch going. Mm -hmm. Well. When this became a big deal, like back in the late 1800s, early 1900s, looters would come in because there were brokers in St. Louis and Kansas City that would sell, that would pay it, you know, pay for it. And they would come and they'd pull up whole patches. So wild ginseng is almost extinct. <clears throat> there are people that still have patches from what I understand, but they're really secretive about it as they should be because I don't want people coming and yeah. stealing it. Um, all right, let's see what else. Oh, so some other interesting stuff that I found. I mean, honestly, you go find, uh, I used Vance Randolph's books for 
the, uh, my show and that's what I'm really talking about. But if you go online and you look up Ozark Herbalist, you're going to find a ton of people that are practicing this art. So if you're interested, there are classes and all kinds of stuff. So that's kind of my plant part. But there's a couple other things I wanted to talk about. Um, so um, they really cared a lot about the seasons of the year. For example, you're supposed to dig roots in the fall, pick leaves in the spring, bark in the winter, and then the fruit of a plant in the summer. And it was really important, the seasons of the year. It was also really important about the signs of the moon and when you planted or weeded. And I believe in this, I'm sorry, as we say, a full moon does something to you. So if you think about the phases of the moon, right, as the moon is growing, it is waxing. And as the uh -huh. moon is shrinking from the full moon to the new moon, it's waning. So if you're gonna take a tonic or plant a plant that you want to grow, so you've taken a tonic to give you longer life or whatever, you want to do that while the moon is waxing or growing. Same way if you so want the same with cutting your hair. Yeah, I was just getting ready to say that. Oh, if you want sorry. to cut, that's all right. Because we do that. I mean, I used to do that. Yeah, I used to do it too. Yeah. So cut your hair when the moon is waxing if you want it to grow. So then if you're going to weed your garden, right, you would do that while the moon is waning or shrinking because you don't want the weeds to come back up. I I believe in that. Um yeah. So then I keep shaking my head because I can see you instead of talking. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I keep pointing at you. Um, so about the man in the almanac, um, I kind of talked a little bit about that. So, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of lore about that that I don't know a whole lot about. I just know that anytime you're dealing with a blood, anything you are surgery or anything like that. You want to make sure that the signs are in the opposite body part from whatever you're cutting into. And even birth and, okay. you know, huh? Okay, is what I said. Well, I'm just thinking, you know, far, it's the farmer's almanac, right? So grandpa uh -huh. used to do his own castrating and he would even butcher some and um, dehorning and all of that stuff. And we did all of that stuff by the almanac. Um, so go get you one of those. I don't know enough about it really, except for the blood part to talk about it very, um, intelligently. Um, the other thing I just wanted to touch on, and I realize I'm, you know, it's hard to talk 10 minutes about something you could make like, uh, Ken Burns, not mini series, but what's he called a maxi series? I don't know. Maxi series. <laughs> but anyway, is, um, um, love charms um, and birthing. Um, there's lots, so I'll start with the courting part. So I found this really interesting. She says, I should try this. If you wear a little wasp nest pinned to an under thing, it'll attract fellers for you. And I have a little oh, wasp awesome. nest. Yeah, well, you, it's gotta okay. be a dead one. I don't think oh. you wanna put a live one or you'd be <laughs> dancing, so. <laughs> Um, the other thing, this all comes out of Vance Randolph's book. If you put dried turkey bones in a room or a wagon where the person you fancy has been, it will draw them to you. But she says the most powerful 
is this is great. Come, I'm gonna go do this tonight. The most powerful <laughs> is to take a needle that's been stuck in a dead body, cover it with grave dirt, wrap the whole thing up in a little cloth from a winding sheet. A winding sheet is what you wind the corpse up in. In a little bundle, keep it with you. It's powerful. <laughs> You better, and she went on to say, it's powerful. You better hope, I mean, you better know what you want because that is a powerful charm. So some of these granny women and some of these remedies are almost more magic than they are plant-based, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but of course, you know, all that courting stuff leads to birth. And, and I will tell you, this is when I was pregnant, I know that even my, um, OBGYN told me to drink blackberry root tea, that that is an old, old remedy um, to get mothers fortified for giving birth. But then the Ozark grannies would go on to say, uh, oh, when it's time for the uh, birth, you take a sharp knife or axe and you put it under the birthing bed to cut the pain. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. Well, I think you've said something about that. I think I've heard that from you, right? Well, who I heard it from Pam because I had never heard that. I mean, I read it in a book and Pam's like, oh yeah. And I was like, okay, that's one I didn't really know, but that, and then to um, the other, so there was a, I included this in the show, but if a woman was having trouble giving birth, the granny woman would do a quillin or a snuffin. And that's where you take uh, a turkey feather because they're hollow and you put some real fine um, grain snuff on the end. And then right when the mother's about ready to deliver, you put the snuff under her nose and you blow through the end and it makes uh -huh. her sneeze. And then she shoots the baby shoots out. The baby out. I wish somebody would have done that for me, for Parker. <laughs> That's, seriously well now we all know so quillin quillin the mother snuffing the baby that's what that's called and then the final thing which i thought was really funny so i you know i nursed jacob till he was like a year and i ate everything which is probably why jacob loves spicy foods and stuff but anyway in here it said for rich milk, you're, the mother's supposed to drink lots of sorghum and water because sorghum's a sugar, that makes sense. And eat lots of raw onions because onions are a natural Ugh. antibiotic. So uh, uh -uh. I ate lots of garlic. So anyway, that's. I just wanted to do a little bit of the remedies. Um, um, you know, there's a lot of remedies about onions and garlic about keeping an onion in the house to draw. Have you heard that where you keep a half of an onion under the bed? But you know, so mom has a book in her spare bathroom um, next to the toilet and her reading material there. Sure. And there is, a, there is a something about this. There is, he, it's about healing, natural healings. Like it's, different chapters about different stuff but I do I think that's in there yeah so it's supposed to you're supposed to cut a half of an onion and you're supposed to leave it out and it's supposed to draw the bad things out of the air and then you got to throw the onion away and I even read something about you never ever keep a cut onion if you don't use the whole onion you throw it away because it'll 
kill you or something. And of course, those, you know, people, scientists have disproven that. <laughs> I, I, you know, as an academic, like I live, I walk this line between I'm really woo woo and I believe a lot of mm -hmm. this stuff because I've, it's, I mean, I've experienced it. And all of my friends who are hardcore scientists that this is all a bunch of crap. And I don't, you know, I don't know. I just, I walk the line. I still believe in a lot of it. I yeah. do. And I think, you know, my theory is, I mean, I do believe, please get vaccinated. Please get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. But I do believe medicines come from plants. So you know, why wouldn't plant medicine work? I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. And I also, we were having a talk, a friend of mine and I were having a talk, you know, the thing is all this natural medicine is well and good, but we didn't have the same, they didn't live in the same world with so much pollution yeah. well, they and didn't, crap. Yeah, and they didn't have antibiotics either. I mean, they didn't have the medicines that we have right. available to us. Yeah. And the so. reason I think sometimes when people take plant medicine and it doesn't work is because we're living in a really toxic environment. We have just polluted and climate changed everything. And so we need stronger stuff sometimes. And mm -hmm. there's, you know, some people that I've read that say that our soil is so bad that the plants we grow don't have any nutrition in them because we don't have any nutrition in the dead soil in those big factory farms. So I don't know. I don't know. All I'm saying is go freaking take a shot. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I, you know, you see, I, I get on TikTok just because it's a time killer and um, I don't ever post anything, but it's, there's actually a lot of good information out there on that platform and a lot of ER workers and physicians and everything. And one of them said, we all got the polio shot. Yeah. And now there's not polio. That's because we all took the vaccine. Yeah. Yep. We're all wearing seatbelts. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of crazy. I don't know. But in a pinch, go crawl out in your front yard and find some plantain and chew that up and stick it on your mosquito bite. It'll soothe it. What? Because I'm scratching up mosquito bite. What? <laughs> you know what really works? I'm going to do a little commercial and I shouldn't because these people don't sponsor us. But have you seen that sucker thing on Amazon? No, but I want it because yeah, I, I have one. Oh, it, it works. works. It totally okay. works. All right. I believe it. They should sponsor us because I live in the middle of Mosquito Central, I think. Yeah, I do. Your mosquitoes, though, are mosquito size. Mine are the size of robins. Yeah. Well, yeah. I told you what happened to us in Texas, didn't I? Yeah. Yes. About being on the beach. Hey, just a PSA for anybody who's going to go to Texas, Galveston in particular, do not stay out on the beaches at night because as soon as the sun goes down, the mosquitoes come and carry you away. And I'm not even kidding a little bit about that. It was <laughs> awful. Awful. I think I still have mosquito bites on my ankles from three weeks ago. Yeah. Well, that sucker thing does make red circles all over your body, but I don't even care. No, not if the itchy goes away. It does. If you've got to get them 
right after they bite you though. Like if I go outside, it's so bad in South Carolina. I wear literally, I'm not kidding, a mesh suit that hunters wear to go out in my backyard and unplug my pretty garden lights and plug in my fountain every morning. I put on this mesh suit because the mosquitoes just attack you. So as I soon have as you to, walk out. As soon as you walk out. And there's nothing you can do. I mean, it's just the, we're a swamp. But um, I, I carry my little sucker thing out there with me in case one of them gets up under it. Because you really do, you got to like get it as soon as you as can. As soon as it happens. Yeah. Huh. So anyway, there you go, people. I know. Remember, I said we I'd try to find some kind of content for you. So here it is. It was good. There's good stuff in there. You might still yeah. be able to use. Yeah. yeah. So we got one more of these, right? Um, August 15th will be our last one. And, um, and then hopefully September 1st, we're gonna, we'll maybe talk about what's going to happen August 15th. So, right. No, I don't understand what you said. <laughs> it's really late. Here's the other thing. Usually we record like it, uh, what, like usually what, seven year time and six yeah. or seven yeah. my time, six year time. So yeah. tonight we're very much later and both of us are asleep. I picked eight pounds of figs today in 98 degree weather. So I'm like, I have no life left in me. What should I, if there was any ginseng left in the world, I should be drinking that. Drinking because, it, Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and I watched babies and then went to Walmart and you shouldn't ever have to go into Walmart. My thought on period, that. period. Right. Yeah. All so. right. Well, there you have it, everybody. I'm done. Yep. It's good. It's good. There was good stuff in there. Yeah. So we'll I hope be... you all enjoy. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I was just <laughs> set up. I hope you all enjoyed my poultice story because you know. <laughs> yeah, that was a gem, Dina. Maybe you can it's tell that one again. Funny to me. I'm <laughs> if more gem, listen to this. They will also laugh too because it was very funny. And it does like you got to be there. I get it. I get it. All right. All right. All right. Sign us. All out. right. Well, thanks for listening to us. We'll be back uh, August fifteenth have something else for you we don't know what that is yet but we'll figure it out before then we have um, yeah we hope uh remember to subscribe to everything and give us all the stars we're on facebook and instagram and don't forget that uh uh, those are, yeah sorry like, it's, it's Dina almost went to sleep I'm looking at her okay I need to go to bed <laughs> ozarkhainsonhooch.weebly.com I can't remember I couldn't remember the word website mm -hmm. that's okay. right I couldn't so <laughs> goodbye bye and remember if you liked it tell all your friends and if you didn't keep your big mouth shut, shut.